It's Craggy Rugby Podcast. I'm Rob Murphy. Champions Cup Rugby has returned to the sports ground and Connacht have returned to winning ways from left to right. You don't really know which side they're on, so it doesn't matter. It's audio. But here's Jay Finn. How are you, Dave? I love when Rob takes charge. Right. Why? Because I'm brilliant? Yeah, let's use that word. There you go. <laughs> Alan Deegan, how are you? I'm good, Rob. I'm good, Rob. Feels more like a Challenge Cup game than a Championship game. But yeah. Yeah, it's like definitely. a good old-fashioned French side comes over, look at the wind, I'm not so sure what's going on, and Connick figured out a way to beat them. Having said that, their scrummaging and their power in defence, William Davis, was Champions Cup level, so Connick had work to do, had to figure it out, and they have a big win here. I think it's a big win, and I think it's a, it's a big performance. They had to think their way through that game. There was times in the second half when it could have got really difficult for them. Uh, Stad didn't offer a lot, but what they did offer was physicality, winning penalties, moving the ball down the field, and Connacht just had to make tackles and, and keep themselves set. I think they'll be a little bit worried about some of the penalties they gave away. Discipline at times was a little lacking, but to win by that margin and to score and keep the pressure on, score three very late tries to get the bonus point and then really put the icing on the cake was excellent. Dave, I want your first thoughts. Um, pretty much agree with the lads. Uh, I think the significant thing about the penalties was they almost all came off scrum or if not directly from the mall then immediately after a mall for offside or something like that. I think there'll be there's a lot to work on. Um, you know, in terms of shape but let, let, let's, let's call this by this way. You can only beat what's in front of you. Stad, yeah, they were down players, but so are we. Look who was missing today, and then you have the late call-off from Bielham as well. Um, it was... and it, No, you're not expecting perfection. I mean, the conditions were better than the Ospreys' day, but we, were, we weren't. We weren't as good as that day, and you, that's, that's happened. They're, they're, they're human beings. They're not always going to be perfect. But in terms of a launching pad with a lot to work on for the week, 27 points and no tries conceded. We've been in worse places going over to England. Felt like a change from the URC. Proper cup rugby. It was, it was. And when you consider we finished with no second row as such, because we had two back row players playing in the second row, in that Owen Masterson came off the bench. I know he... he has played second row four or five times we're not really a second row and then Sean Masterson come off because the two second rows got replaced Nile Murray did seem to get a knock on the back so now we have more worries in that area yeah and, and, and um, Dowling didn't, yeah. yeah he didn't he didn't look too too healthy coming off either but hopefully they're only just knocked these are young men they'll, they'll recover quickly hopefully Vita had to pull out as well so hmm you know when we've gone over to Leicester with that oh sorry folks I don't want to bring down the mood we've just won by six tries to zip in the Champions Cup yeah but the reason for feeling down is that Leicester will look at what Stad did oh, and how they bullied us and they did bully us for about 20 minutes Let our listeners feel good for a little bit longer relive the yeah, game yeah, yeah. But, but when Stad tried to play some rugby we scored all the tries and that's what's important when the rugby broke out we were the better team Here's the in-game story. Ten minutes to kick off. Stadder on the field. Connacht are just about finished their warm-up by the looks of things. It's going to be a tight one. Yeah, it looks like it. Uh, Stadder were a bit slow off the blocks. They arrived in plenty of time, but then seemed to spend a long time in the dressing room. Um, yeah, it's European rugby. It's a funny kick-off time. It's very odd for these players to be playing at this time of the day. They've probably been up since about 6am, feeding calories and stuff. But... I think Connacht have a good chance here. Uh, they've obviously they're missing players, so are Stad. 
keep it tight. They seem to be playing into the wind in this first half, which could get stronger as the game goes on. There's a well, yellow wind warning in from three o'clock. So that's an odd one because Stad won the toss. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, but the start is vital. Give them nothing and take every opportunity. I think um, if you get penalties, try to kick them. Exactly. Okay, we'll talk again on 20 minutes. Okay, William just got in 20 minutes. Uh, Connacht leads 7 6. Um, but Stad are starting to put the pressure on. Yeah, a couple of scrum penalties and another Jack Carty direct to touch from a kickoff scenario. So that led to two penalties in about two minutes. Um, that's a worry for Connacht. They look a little bit off pace, Connacht. They're trying to get speed on the ball, but their accuracy is not holding up. But they have got a decent try through Caelan Blade. But Stad are just working their way into this game. Uh, they haven't tried anything yet, but they're playing exactly the way you'd expect them to play and Connacht just need to up their pace and up their accuracy half time Connacht lead 19-6 interesting game um, has a strange feel to it but Connacht have just started to impose themselves a bit in the last 10 minutes of that half and Stad have gone on the wrong side of the referee uh, they've been trying to slow the game down and it hasn't worked for them they've got a bit rattled they look a bit fed up and Connacht have got in for two really really decent tries John Porch got in for the second one one of Jack Cardy's looped specials and then right on half time Alex Wooten that's the sort of try you want in the last minute of the half it happened to Connacht last week against Leinster they need to come out now right at the start of this second half and impose themselves again and I think they can put this game away Stad haven't offered much in attack but a lot of individual play but I think their their mind's not fully on it at the moment and Connacht need to impose themselves. They certainly do, and that win seems to be getting it up as promised, so let's see what happens. We'll talk again on 60 minutes. 60 minutes gone. Connacht still lead, 19 points to 9, but it's got very scrappy. It's got very scrappy, and I think that's suiting Stad. Connacht have had a couple of chances, and they didn't put them away. Penalty for, for Stad. They've picked up a few scrum penalties and rolling mall penalties we know exactly how they're going to play the Connacht scrum under pressure at the minute they've really got to get a score here I think it would take them to a situation where they, where they would um, keep the pressure on them but I I fear Stad Francais are getting into their groove here yeah Connacht definitely need to score we'll talk again at full time yes Drive for Connacht, scored by number six, Keane Prendergast! Okay, William. So, with just a conversion to come after Keane Prendergast scored in the corner, um, Connacht lead 36 9, and the game is over. Wow, what a way to finish. Yeah, they upped it, didn't they? Um, They just withstood some. I wouldn't say half-hearted but maybe poorly thought out stad pressure uh, but then they got going again few changes came on and we've had tries from uh, Owen Masterson Dermot Kilgallen and then uh, Cian Prendergast absolutely excellent finish to the game um, Stad didn't offer an awful lot in attack but they were still in the game at 60 minutes and now they're completely blown away bonus point win for Connacht and uh, that sets them up next week for Leicester some really big performances I thought Connor Oliver was immense thought the two starting second rows and Kieran Marmion since he's come on he's just injected as it has to be said Connacht had more ball than maybe Caelan Blade was working with Exactly, exactly. The, the bouncers bounced properly today, which they didn't do last week. So good to see they learned that lesson. Welcome back. 
Any sign of a score from Burnley? No. Burnley are playing West Ham. Score? You haven't even had a shot on target in the 65th minute. (laughs) This sounds like a typical Burnley win. I love it. We once won a game by two goals and we didn't have a shot on target. Yeah, well, you better not because it's my lot. And anyway, uh, but yes, 65 minutes at Turf Moor. Ah, Turf Moor, a beautiful place to watch football. Niall Shield, Paggy, come in, say hello. You've joined us. You just finished up a bit of work. We have a full field here because why? Why not? We won the Champions Cup game with a bonus point. Excellent, yeah. Bonjour, everybody. Bonjour. Paris is going to be fun if uh, Stan Francais have that much interest when we go over there. I hear Charles de Gaulle isn't that much fun though at the minute, so we'll have crack going in there. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We'll have to just take each week as it comes. Thanks. This is like I'll start since you've just joined us, but like the parameters of this competition are complex. Uh, is it eight going out of each of the two 12-team pools into a last 16 of the Champions Cup? Have I got that right? Yep. Just thank you guys. So, I mean, you get five points in your first game. If you win one more game, good chance of being in top eight. Yeah. Um, yeah, why not? Uh, going to Paris, I'd say we have a great chance of winning another game over there. They're very slow. Um, very slow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very unfit, ill-disciplined. They kick... Uh, the second most in Europe I'm reliably informed um, and uh, their defence uh, if you don't run straight into them <laughs> their defence can be breached uh, seems to be handily enough so uh, I don't know I'd be all I'd be gung-ho for winning over there to be honest Interesting we'll bring you back in the wild now uh, William like uh, just a lot of errors from Connacht though handling errors all that kind of stuff so they created a little bit of a problem from themselves I would suggest in the third quarter where the game was only a 10 point margin surprised Dad didn't go to the corner I'm not surprised actually considering the way they played overall but yeah it's just Dad couldn't take advantage of it no, they couldn't, but Connacht didn't take advantage either because it seemed to be easier to play uh, against the wind than with the wind because Connacht had three or four pretty good chances in the first half which they didn't take. Um, but Stad upped their pace in the second half, but they didn't really threaten. It, it, was, a, it was a strange game in that it, it, from, from them. And the thing about Connacht was Connacht's maintained what they wanted to do and when they saw the opportunities particularly at the end they didn't stop playing they played right up for the 80 minutes and that's good because sometimes they have been guilty in the past of switching off they did make errors it probably wasn't an easy day for handling greasy ball the wind is really getting up now which they promised us but overall I thought considering where they were from last week uh, and 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 the changes this was a decent performance. It's, it's answered some of the questions. The challenge next week is massive, absolutely massive. Uh, Leicester went to Bordeaux yesterday and played a type of rugby that it's pretty, it's pretty mundane, but they went to France and they got a win against the top 14 leaders. They're now 10 games unbeaten. So that's, you know, they'll look at this game, they'll think... But Connacht, I think, can, they, Connacht can go with a certain, a little bit of resilience in that they know a big side. They seem to handle this big side a bit better than they have big sides in the past. There seems to be a better attitude to that from the players and, the, and, and what they're doing. But Leicester will, are probably quicker and fitter than Stad. But you do not in any way run down a six you know six tries against a French side here who are a top 14 side with a wage bill that would probably scare Connacht if they actually knew the full extent of it it's 38 million here's Andy Friend speaking to William Davis afterwards Andy Friend Connacht 36 Stade Francais Paris as they go by nine that's a satisfying win it is William um yeah, it is. It is a satisfying win. Six tries to to nil. 
Uh, it was tough though, as you saw. It, it was an arm wrestle for for many uh, many minutes of that of that 80 minutes. But I think to finish with two late scores the way we did just shows again the the fight and the and the energy and the relentlessness that this team's got. So I was pleased with that. It's a game you had to think your way through a little bit. Um, because it did get complicated at 19-9 and they kind of came back in and there was a few penalties and a few bits like that but kind of kept playing and they kept playing the system yeah I, I thought um, I thought our patience and our resilience through that period was was good like it you know we've been guilty in the past to start to panic around that and try and force things but we didn't uh, and uh, yeah I, I thought defensively uh, when they sort of started to mount one last effort at us I thought we held them out we held them out well we got a turnover and then from that we scored so well, a few minutes later we scored so I thought that was really impressive uh, to see that from the boys but yeah I'd say our 9, 10 um, Galen Blade in the first 60 minutes Kieran Marmion in the, in the last 20 minutes Jack Cardi um, Connor Fitz yeah I thought they controlled it very well Big performance for Connor Oliver as well. I thought he was he was in the heart of a lot of the things, especially the grunt work and the sec- the two second rows. Quite young players. It was a big game for them. Yeah, Connor's been that all year for us. He's uh, he really has become a bit of a heartbeat for us. Um, so he was he was outstanding again. And yeah, Nama Ray, Oshin Dowling, two really good young uh, locks who both athletic but also tough. And uh, yeah, they uh, I think they got huge futures ahead of them. I really do. What's driving this? Who's driving this type of rugby? Is it the players, the coaches, a combination? Who's who's really putting this game plan in place? Well, our, our senior coach, Pete Wilkins, deserves a lot of credit for that. Um, he's been brilliant. He stepped into that new role this year. Uh, he's got a real um, passion and energy for open rugby and for um, you know for using the ball in the right way. Um, but yeah, he he is the main voice that we have here now in terms of putting that game plan together. Um, so I'd I'd uh, I'd be pointing all the fingers towards Pete Wilkins. At the same time, he's you know he's got some good support from other coaches in behind him and our senior players led by you know the likes of Jared Butler, Jack Cardi. Those sort of fellas have been outstanding for us this year. So uh, it's a combination. But Pete Wilkins deserves a hell of a lot of credit for that. Another Sunday is on the horizon, 1pm in Leicester next week. Going to be a different challenge, but they had a good one in France yesterday. But you can take from this that you can handle a big side and that if you can get the ball, you can ask them questions. Yeah, and I think that yeah, that's, that's been what we've shown this year. When we have the football, we do ask teams questions. We didn't have it for lengthy periods of the time there today, and that was frustrating because I, I felt like we kept releasing the pressure on Stud. But at the end of the day, uh, yeah, it was our our attack zone stuff that really worked for us which probably hasn't been the case um, throughout moments of this year so it was nice to see that happen but yeah we're under no illusions to what next week brings we're going to have to be a step up again on that performance Um, Leicester Tigers away at Welford Road it's a tough ask but we're ready for that we're looking forward to it thanks for your time Andy good luck we'll probably talk again during the week thank you William appreciate that Alan so much to let's bounce here for a few seconds so much to be positive about Oren McNulty looking good yeah, yeah, seems to be well able to play at this level of rugby, seems very comfortable, always gets across the game line whenever he makes the, the, the first tackle that's made, he uses footwork to get himself past the player, so it's easier for the, his support players to get in on top and secure a ball, so yeah, very, very impressive young man. Uh, Dave, what I liked about today was John Porch and Alex Wooten came in, no Mac Hansen, but each get a try, they both needed tries I think, especially Wooten, will give them a bit of comfort. Oh indeed, I mean... I th- John Porch is there's slightly different attitudes to 
to what they do. Wooten is very much a traditional winger, stayed due to his sevens background where he has to, he, go, he goes searching for the ball. What they both did was they both finished very well and they both came into the game. I think that if you're going to look for well, what finally turned it in Colin Swagger, I maybe you might look at John Porch getting the, the, the 50-20 kick because that summed up the game from both points of view because it was a, it was a penalty to Stad. They went, for, they went for a touch. They absolutely arsed the wind. Porch gets the ball and kicks it down, uh, down gets to 50-20, and the crowd goes up and everybody goes up. And it just summed, summed up how it was. There were things that they were doing. It wasn't always coming off, but what... You know they were prepared to try it, whereas with Stad, you just felt, well, we'll give it, we'll kick it, and we'll run and we'll bash. And if we can't run and bash, then we'll kick again and we'll see what happens. And, and given that we have a first-choice international backline not available, that was pretty good. In the last couple of weeks, without all those centres, I think Sammy Arundel's been critical. Oh, he's been excellent. He won a brilliant turnover there near the end, which halted whatever little bit of momentum they were trying to bring back into it. Because it was all about momentum for me in the second half. They came out and played a lot more physically. They were, they, they were for the first time in the game, they actually got over the gain line. And it, but it was just pure physicality. As soon as they tried to move the ball wide, they weren't able to do anything with it. And Sammy Arnold was one of the reasons for that. Uh, I'll pick out some forwards that stood out for you. Uh, Niall Murray was excellent again uh, really was uh, Keane Prendergast is showing up and Colin Oliver has come on in leaps and bounds this year um, like he was a borderline liability last year for the amount of penalties he was given away but he's been it's fantastic this year fantastic um, very solid all round very solid all round you know missing Finlay um, missing Dennis Buckley well I suppose he's gone for the season so you know I wouldn't count him anymore but um, some talk about him coming back soon I've heard he's back training, isn't that right? Yeah, I'll have him back in training in January, yeah. Surprised us all, yeah. Fair play. And TT Tuimega looks like a front row all to himself, I saw him coming off there. He was out there today. He is a monster player. Uh, black smoke coming out, though, when he was, <laughs> when he was doing his, his um, fitness there. Um, Matthew Burke's had a great season, started six of seven, but had a bit of trouble in the scrum there. He did, of course, Jordan Duggan. Jordan Duggan's come on in leaps and bounds. He was he was brilliant I know it's AIL and Division 2 whatever he was brilliant for Corinthians last year and I think playing the extra games and playing the Eagles games brought him on an awful awful lot um, so I'm actually I'm delighted for some lads that haven't played that much rugby how well that they're adapting when they do start playing now because it's been very difficult for them because like you know Burke's been keeping him out but Duggan comes on and makes a big statement it's been brilliant really really good competition for places lots to be positive about and yet and I'll go back to you and let's go around the, we're worried about Leicester now because you know, with all the bangs and knocks and bruises, and then they're all their physicality. Yeah, um, I mean, they're going to boot the leather off the ball all day long. Uh, the whole entire game is just going to be George Forge knocking ball up in the air, up in the air, up in the air, and uh, then they they trust their defence on that, and they win they win their turnovers off off that. Um, I didn't think they deserved to win yesterday. I was watching, it. but. Wasn't a classic guy here. Oh, it was awful. Absolutely got What's going on with these, a lot of these French teams? Look, I've watched a bit of French rugby. Great start to the season. Some of the games in the early stage were great. Now they're just getting bogged down in nonsense. I don't know. I don't know. Well, they always the the, the weather. Fair point. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't rain in France at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but um, seriously though, um, I don't know. I mean, uh, Bordeaux, they didn't ask that much yesterday. They missed um, uh, Jalibert uh, an awful lot, but. Next week's going to be very, very tough for Connacht. Very, very tough. And we see how it goes into the break then after that. You'd nearly, yeah. yeah, I'd like to see I'd like to see Tua Maga being brought in, big man. I'd also like to see Papa Leahy brought in, big man. And if Leva Fafita is fit, 
big man and just, just come out and play a completely different game from the rest of the season because <laughs> what's the point? We're not going to be able to play the type of rugby we want to play because yeah, 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 they won't let us do it. So bring out the big men and just put it up to them and see what happens. Dave is refusing. Dispute. No, 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 no. We cannot play Leicester's game because Leicester will destroy us if we play Leicester's game. We play our game. Secondly, you can't have TZ and Abe and some of the backs we have because they're not all Irish eligible and somebody will have to drop out. So I don't think you I don't think you can go there. I also think if we go there and we play we play you know, we take them on at their game, but we, but we, we play our game. If they are not used to team, if they're kicked, if they're going to kick the ball back to us, counter attack, run them with the ball. Yes, beat them up. I know we've, I know our experience, and it is the negative that hangs over that. Even in preseason friendlies, we, we, we struggle with these bigger backs. I'm not denying that. But if we try to take Leicester on at Leicester's game, it'll be a shellacking. Uh, I kind of agree with that and the other thing is if you're trying to play a different way the whole entire season and then to change over to another style uh, it's just uh, well let's see let's see but um, I think all those lads are called pack so you can yeah I think you can play them yeah Yeah, I think you can you can play them Um, they obviously there's guys (laughs) this changes mind play them all (laughs) no no but there's guys that are going to need game time anyway as well Um, but I would say just on Alan's point of view I I think the game plan was the secondary point you're making I think the players even in the system that's been there not to be defending your own point there but it's basically slowed down the system ever so slightly because these guys obviously can't play at the pace that's there but, but play them we need to play them. We also need guys need rest. We've got a couple of interpros coming up too. There's five of us here, so William can be the adjoint. William, make the call. Two for two. I'm not sure you can change the system for just one game, but I think yes. Not the full system. Just mix it up. I think you have to mix it up a bit because remember they're coming back here in January, Leicester. So we're going to get a good idea of what they're up to. But we kind of know they currently they really are probably the best team in Europe. They're unbeaten. They've played. They've won ten out of ten. Um, are they virtually favourites for this? A big step for Leicester Rugby to be favourites with Champions Cup. Um, well, I think they would. They, you know, they got to the Challenge Cup final last year and they made a mess of it. Uh, they've also cleared. I think they've seventeen players left, and they seem to have replaced them with seventeen better players. Uh, Visa. They're thirty-eight million a bit better than Stad spent. They're thirty-eight million and probably a damn sight less. Yeah, I think. I mean, Jacob uh, Visa, who was maybe coming here and then went there, is still one of their their players. Ellis Genge was captain yesterday at a huge game. It's a big, tough game, but I think the way Connacht have played this season, go for it. You're not going to win by stopping Leicester playing. It's not going to happen. So you have to actually just go for it. Is there a danger, Dave, that we're, we're, we're moving things on? But I think Connick fans will move things on. You don't want to salivate too long in this victory. Even though it's a bonus point win in Champions Cup and it's great, it, it was a straightforward game. Can I point out the game hasn't even been gone an hour and you're asking me not to salivate about it? Can I, can I at least have the rest of today? The fact that I raised the question said I was concerned that maybe we should. So yeah. Oh, yeah, we should salivate today. But then, a bit like the players, the players will have to park this tomorrow. They'll have to come in, do the review. They won't be happy with everything they saw. But as fans, I think we're entitled for a couple of days and a little bit of unnecessary optimism. We, we don't have to be real. You know, as fans, we don't have to be realistic. We can dream. We can dream of being in Marseille in, in April or May or wherever it is. We, hey, you know. Um, over that weekend, I mean, you know, if maybe even our most pessimistic fan might say, "Well, we won't win the Champions Cup." Well, we could win that. We could drop down to the Challenge Cup and win that. But we should be aiming to be in Marseille that weekend. That's what we should do as fans, especially after a thirty-six nine victory against Stade Francais, which is not something that we do every week. How many years are we into this podcast? There's at least five years of doing it, and every year Dave does his try to win the competition speech, and I love it every time. All right, just as we conclude, though, uh, the game turned on some brilliant defence. The defence is impressive at the moment. That's what 
kind of shut down their revival and led to massive strike. Yeah, Polly Tucker, he's very sharp. Um, he's really, really intelligent coach. Um, uh, you know, I'm not saying this is the zenith of his career, but he'll, he could go, he could go like great places um, with Ireland, or whatever else. He's a, he's real. Oh, I don't know if he's a nerd on the game, but he's um, he's excellent. He's an excellent way about him. Um, really right that. But the second that we do turn over ball, I, I think that's where kind of we're most dangerous. With sometimes forgetting about holding onto the ball, <laughs> but apart from that, quite a lot. Today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And listen. Let's be honest, they offered nothing. I mean, some, sometimes I'm guilty of it too, start thinking, oh, Stade France and all their money and everything. Yeah, they're, like, what was that? I think like, they, were, they went above four phases of play for the first time in the fifty in the 50th minute. Yeah, like, they've some fabulous, fabulous players, but there's no cohesion or anything like that. And that appears to be a regular enough, uh, regular enough problem with them. So, But listen, enjoyed the win. Um, but next, next week will be fun now. I love this. We're so cool and calm and collective for winning Champions Cup games. We're at a different level. Alan, you have some notes? Yeah, I just want to... We also have some audio from Jack. We won't have any questions. We'll just have his answers because of the way the system is set up inside. We can't hear the questions being asked. So let's just have a listen to what Jack had to say. Uh, yeah, that was it. Look, we got close to their line. I think we uh, they got a, tur- a turnover, Jackal, and then they kicked down Mall penalty. Mall penalty. And look, it's probably... That's not the way we want to play, but as Trendy spoke about being adaptable, and I think we just spoke about not backing up uh, bad with a bad, and there's a couple of occasions where we did it twice, and, and ultimately if you do it three times in a row, sometimes you're probably going to be under your stick, so we just kind of spoke about on the pitch about not doing three in a row, let's try to get back to the task on hand, um, and we did that, so credit to the lads, and kind of when they did get to our 22, we managed to kind of repel them. It still wasn't perfect. There was a couple of midfield scrums there where our kick execution probably wasn't where it needed to be. Um, but I think, as you said, the way that we um, put pressure on them and they tried to run the ball out of their half then and we just kind of suffocated them. So, um, yeah, look, it's, it's really happy with kind of how we did it. But um, it's still, as friendly kind of alludes, a lot more to, to come from us. Look, when you were younger watching European Cup games, they were the... The big games have been watching games well for Broad and they've had attendances of 25, 26,000, which are the things you, the games you want to play in. So, um, they obviously the, they've been going incredibly well, uh, ten games in a row. So, I think plus the two wins in the LV Cup. So we're just it's a big game for us, um, and they're littered with internationals as well. So we're, we're really looking forward to it. Um, yeah, you're right. Look, there was a couple of games in around this time last year where we'd five meter scrums out and we kind of maybe you know decision making for myself and from the game leaders wasn't up to where it was but that's the experience I suppose when you've done that you obviously speak about it after and you, and you get into them positions again what you're going to do um, we have a really clear game plan in terms of certain uh, places on the pitch so um, for me once I have that it's, it's quite easy um, and obviously the confidence then our set pieces friendly spoke to Oisin and Niall Murray especially with the if you look at the way they the size they had in their back row especially there's the big line out threats and I think the way the two of them um, manage that was fantastic um, I think we were up we nearly got all of our lineups today so um, it's a credit to the lads and as Friendly said the, the work that D-Ball's doing with them um, you'll see the kind of the backs will be doing skills and stuff and then you'll see the forwards go out onto the pitch after a tough pitch session out doing lineups so um, you know the backs get the credit a lot of the time but the work them lads do um, Mondays and Tuesdays and Thursdays is, uh, is pretty phenomenal Welcome back listen a shout out to our club members who you 
probably aware now, folks, you can have a Q&A with us every year. So we're going to have a Q&A coming up in the next few weeks. So start sending in your questions on Patreon and we'll, uh, we'll answer them for you. A special podcast when we get a chance over the Christmas break. Uh, we still have a Zoom forum to do for our executive members as well. If you're an executive member, check your Patreon messages because we're going to just be asking you for a bit of feedback on that. So that's uh, for you guys. Thanks to everyone who signed up in the last few weeks. It's sensational. It means so much to us. Uh, you're backing us. You're making all this possible. And thank you for that. Final thoughts coming up. William, first of all, what score Burnley West Ham 79 minutes Burnley nil West Ham nil We'll take that You won't Okay so um, Although we're at home Where are we going In this competition Anyway enough of that Alan shaking his head Stop talking soccer Well funny bit Near the start of the game Where Stad had kicked the ball Into touch And it looked as though It had gone into touch Near the halfway line With the linesman Had sort of Gone up to the 10 metre line On the Connacht side And Bundy was not too happy with it because he was cheerleading from the, the sideline oh. and he gave Was that who they, they were telling off? Yes, that's oh. who they were telling off but it was really funny because the, the, the linesman sort of looked at him and Bundy was giving it all this and the, the ref looked over saw who it was smiled at him and put his fingers to his lips and just went shh <laughs> <laughs> And then a bit later on the ball came in and it was quite well caught by uh, people in our vicinity where we were on the terrace and somebody threw it back straight onto the to- into the back of Bundy's head final, th- final thoughts is the most damaging kick of the day was actually before the game even started it was a Connacht kick came in poor gentleman is there he's having he's having his, his pre-match pints he's chilling out he's not affecting anybody and he was his point was willfully killed by a, by a loose kick from Connacht I'm on, our, our off our uh, our sort of a delegate at home has uh, informed us that Andy Friend uh, pointed the man out and asked that he be given point vouchers. I'm really disappointed in Friendy. I thought he'd, that he didn't go in behind the bar, pull the point himself, bring it back out to your man. <laughs> what kind of coach? Is there anything this man can't do? <laughs> Let's finish on that. All right, that's it from us, folks. Connacht have won six tries to save. Champions Cup, five points. What a start. They're right up there with the best of them. Keep it going. Loose, cut it loose. Break out or nothing changes Sad and confused Don't wait until